They saying that you look strong. Huh? You look strong or you just trying to talk like, shit? Like, but sometimes fat looks strong. You know what I'm saying? Especially from a, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes your shoulders get big and, you know what I'm saying? It looks like you, oh, it's like right, you get fat, fat, you get husky. And some, if you have on the right shirt, it'll look like, you know what I'm saying? Muscles. But it's not. It's, it's not just me. Uh, 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 I'm aware. <laughs> I, 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 I told you that. Right. <laughs> You're right, nigga. <laughs> this shit's sad. Like, nigga trying to pay you, like, a, a sincere compliment, nigga, and it just fucks with your ego. Like, damn, nigga. Man, you hurt my feelings, bitch. Uh. <laughs> hey, you say you hurt my feelings, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hell of a comeback. That is what I said. <laughs> I said that to somebody, though. I said to a, a bitch, I was like, you hurt my feelings, bitch. Hey, it was over. I had to get you to call, call a nigga's bitch in New Orleans, nigga, because where I'm from, you call a nigga bitch, you ready to fight, but every bitch in New Orleans. Oh, bitch, you clean. No. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I see you, I see you, bitch. There might not even be nothing that comes after it. Oh, but bitch. <laughs> Stay slanging that bitch. You owe it to your future sexual partners, daddy. Get your dick checked out. I said a baby girl, get your dick checked out. I'm talking about it, yo, and get your dick checked out. You better go point for baby, get your dick checked out. Fucking get your motherfucking penis checked out. It could be an infection in your penis. You better get a little hat, oh ma'am, get the blood drawn, and then you get the result, baby. Get your pussy checked out, get your pussy checked out. I said, baby girl, get your pussy checked out. If you don't get it checked out, it's gonna be a little problem. Hey, yo, it's a petri dish of germs in that bitch, baby. Get your pussy checked out right now. Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, uh, be sure to give us a nice comment. Tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, say nice things to us. Join our group on Facebook. Follow us on the Instagrams at with all due respect with a K is episode one, four, three. Ain't that like, I love you in pager language. In what language? In pagan language. Pager. Christian. Pagan? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think so. One, three, four, one, four, three. Talk, you said pager. Episode one, four, three. That's what's up. Um, gentlemen. You've been doing a lot better since I said I was going to replace you with a recording. <laughs> You've been real I'm, thorough with that intro. To be honest, I've been working on a project where we're replacing millions of people with robots, and I don't want to be replaced with a machine. It's hurtful in general. Thanks. Yeah. Amen. Well, keep it up, man. What with the white voice? What up? 5,000 Northside, Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe. Brunch on Sundays. That's what's up, man. Um, my favorite favorite time of the week as well. Shout out to Nas. Um so yeah how's everybody been doing man um again you know what's been going on with y'all niggas i know we talked forever more more than usual so i i know what's going on but the people don't know what's going on with y'all man what's how y'all week been you know me i like to change the subject when it's my turn to go so you mentioned brunch right so we were talking informally amongst ourselves on facebook earlier this week last week so what is your go-to brunch drink What's your 
prefer brunch drink? Me personally, I like a spiked coffee. Is, it, is that like uh, so an Irish coffee or is that different? Either an Irish coffee or like I know I went to – I remember one day they made me like a hot cocoa with um, with some uh, whiskey and like some Ghirardelli syrup, like the chocolate syrup. And something else. It was also like a liqueur. It was it was like a cask and cream, like something real ghetto that I liked. Um, and that shit set it off. So something like that, like a like a hot spike drink. I'm personally. not I'm not sure what's ghetto about hot chocolate with whiskey and cream on it, but that that sounds like a good beverage. Uh, I think niggas used to what sugar cask and cream beverage. <laughs> beverage, yeah. I'm just saying, dig yourself. No. Uh, mine, mine is a Bloody Mary, man. I like a a, a good Bloody Mary. <clears throat> so hot. I mean, Bloody Mary is funny. How do you feel about uh? How do you feel about uh? Micheladas. What's that? Oh, so a Michelada is kind of like a Bloody Mary, but it's made with beer. It's and like co- what's what's the other shit? Beer, Worcestershire, it'll have the, what is it, Clamato or whatever it is? That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, Clamato and beer? Oh, it's great though. It's I've never great. had one. It's got, li- it's got lime it. in it, it's got spices. If you like Bloody Mary, I think you'll like a Michelada. So let me tell you why I probably, probably would prefer just a regular Bloody Mary with vodka, just because it's kind of like with the bottomless mimosas, it's like fun when you're doing it, but. Champagne kind of goes to your head and gives you kind of a head buzz, which can sometimes yeah. turn over into a headache. So, I, if I drink too much beer, I don't have, and it's, I don't think they're using like any type of sweet ass beer in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if you're drinking cheap beer, it's kind of the same thing, get a headache. So yeah, I'm gonna uh, stick to the motherfucking Bloody Mary. Um, but I have something else to say about brunch in a minute. But I'll let the other niggas go. Oh, you wanted the other niggas. Five stacks. What you what you got? So it kind of depends on uh, like how long I'm going to be hanging out or whatever. And it's a progression. So like while I'm eating, I'll probably drink um, mimosa. Then probably like switch to beer, Heineken probably. And then brown after that. Yeah, I can't do the mimosas anymore. That's kind of why we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago. Because the mimosa, it does give you the head buzz and eventually the headache. So I really don't do the mimosas anymore. The champ- Me and Champagne don't really agree like that. So um, I'm a big... The apple- drink or the stripper? I think I love the stripper. I'm not... <laughs> I don't... I- definitely the drink. But um, y'all know me. I like Aperol. Aperol Spritz is my, my, my go-to brunch drink. My go-to... I'm idling drink, right? Like, I'm not trying to get drunk, but I'm trying to drink. I'm trying to be festive, but I'm eating. I love our Aperol spritz or or beer on the other side, but yeah. What's, uh, what's like the alcohol content of that little spritz? Um, So, if you, I mean, if you look at a mimosa, a mimosa is what? Or, it's just orange juice and champagne, right? So, Aperol spritz is going to be um, the Aperol. It's going to be Prosecco. And then you're going to have club soda on top of that. So the Aperol Spritz is going to have more alcohol, higher alcohol than the Mimosa. But it's not... Are you gonna... saying Mimosa? <laughs> yes, it is. Is it, is, <laughs> is it not Mimosa? No. Go ahead, mimosa. man. I mean, if it's yours, it is. But it's a Mimosa. 
It's a meme. Anyway, go ahead. Nigga, this shit say Mimosa, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just gonna laugh at me on the fucking podcast? No, for two ahead, wait. So, the Aperol Spritz is gonna have a higher alcohol content with less sugar than the, the Mimosa. Right. Hey, so wait. Wait a minute, though. You said you don't do the champagne, but it has Prosecco in it, so... Like sparkling wine, less. It has, it's gonna have less though. Like, so we know if you go to the damn, if you go to the black people for uh, bottomless mimosas, it's seventy five percent fucking champagne with a splash of fucking orange juice. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh-huh. And that's too much champagne. With the Aperol Spritz, it's gonna be more of a ratio where a third prosecco and the rest Aperol with the club. And it's a more and it's a more bitter drink. It's a more bitter drink than it is a sweet drink, like mimosa. Fuck y'all. Okay. Right. So real quick, man, it's funny you bring up brunch. <laughs> or maybe I brought up brunch. Who knows? Um, you did. So this past Sunday, uh, I was going to a birthday brunch. It's this place in New Orleans called uh, Buku Eats, and they have like it's black owned, and they have like a black DJ, and they you know they're jamming, and then they have this old black man that like works while he gives you his give you his pancakes no like he gives you your pancakes pause what? um right yeah so anyway um but it's a it's a it's a fun good time or whatever so we end up going so me and my homeboy get there first um his card got hacked so i ended up paying for like cam and then the, the birthday uh check or whatever but everybody's gonna pay me back so it's 40 dollars ahead and you get bottomless mimosas with it too, whatever. So it's a it's a. Uh, What'd you say? A no, what, did, what did you call them? A mimosa. I'm gonna just call them mimosas from now on. Okay. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> so. You also called. So it it's cool. So so uh, yeah. I also say buffet on purpose. So me and the homie, we go. We get in line. Uh, we get our food. I get you like your standard eggs, grits, bacon, sausage. You know what I mean? So then I get to the end. I'm like, well, can I get like cheese on my grits? Because uh, that's what you put on grits and on my eggs. And she's like, oh, we out of cheese. So I'm like, all right, all right. That's, that's what's up. So then I move further down to go get my little plasticware. You know, they usually have the salt and pepper packets. And I'm like, oh, there ain't no salt and pepper. So I go to the to the person back and say, hey, y'all got salt and pepper? She was like, it's in your silverware, baby. I'm like, no, nah, it's not in my silverware. She's like, oh, well, we must be out of it, right? <laughs> my homie had already oh, that. How? Right. How? <laughs> right. So, nigga, I done spent $125 on this uh, <laughs> Jigaboo brunch. And I'm like, these niggas ain't got cheese, salt, and pepper. So, I look at my homeboy. He already got his plate. I'm like, man, I'm just about to get a refund, man. I can't. I just not sit right with my soul. That nigga had a nice piece of uh, salmon on there, too. I'm like, he's like, ah, it's cool, man. It's cool. So I go in there. I'm like, hey, you know, can I can I get a refund? She was like, uh, sure, but can I ask why you want a refund? I said, because I don't have any cheese, salt, or pepper. And she looked at me like, so you want a refund because we don't have cheese, salt, or pepper? Like, I was the asshole. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga. If you like, can't eat that shit without it, then nigga, What do you put on your grits at this point, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, no butter. that shit is Quaker Oats now. <laughs> 
I, even if it was butter, it wasn't gonna save the fucking grit. Like nigga, but if I'm paying fucking forty dollars, nigga, I won't. No, you right. On my eggs and my. You could put some. You could put some sugar. I should have smoked gouda on my shit. I, so they do teaspoon I, of sugar. Okay. A teaspoon of sugar, you'd have been straight. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't, we ain't gonna, gonna do that. that. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so you got. So did you get the money back, or did you just? Yeah. It out? No. No. I, I. 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 Oh no! I got the money back. So then, what? What'd you do about the bottomless mimosas? They had a different wristband for that. Oh, so no, that so that's what the nigga said. So I guess when the owners came, it was like, well, I, I'm gonna need your wristbands uh, if if you're gonna get a refund. Now we ended up just uh, going to another spot, which was cool. Um, they had five dollar mimosas, and it definitely ended up going to my head. Ended up having a headache, but uh, but no, I mean not to shit on Buku Eats, but at that point, like nigga, go down. It's literally down the street from a fucking grocery store. Like. Get them little dollar packs of salt and pepper, put it on everybody's table, and fucking buy some fucking cheese, nigga. Like, well, what but, are you what are you putting on the food? It's a restaurant. Surely maybe, there's maybe salt they and pepper. Got, maybe they got enough Booty seasoning for, the, for they food, like to season the food, but not for people to season their own food. Like, there's yeah, a no, fucking, that's weird though. Yeah. What if she would have? What if she would have told you that? What if she would have said, "Baby, you don't need no salt and pepper." I don't care, nigga. I, I'm gonna need cheese. We still ain't cross that cheese bridge, nigga. So, yeah, but uh, I mean, but Bukui, that that was that was the second time I've been there. The first time I was there, it was uh, it was a enjoyable experience. That's why we chose that place. So, I'm gonna try them again. I'm not gonna do like some black people be like, I ain't never fucking with them niggas again. I, I just wanted the nigga to lose a quick 120 so he could kind of maybe be like, all right, maybe we should go get some fucking cheese next week. So what if you would have went to get your money back, you told them that, and they was like, hold on, we're going to just run down here and grab some. You would have chilled in? Uh, I'm going to run down where and grab some. You said it was right down the street from like the red- Oh, no, nah, I would have been cool. Like, all right. I, I would have just chewed on the bacon until the nigga got back. What I thought you was going to say, though, was when you asked for the money back, they was going to be like, we do have that shit. Who told you that? But, nah. <laughs> I'm strong. It, it, right. Nah. I would have lost the water cooler bit. Yeah, this nigga tripping because we ain't got no salt. Right, pepper they, or cheese. Like you was a whole fuck nigga. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like there were three of the Good fucking bad. staples of breakfast. But anyway, nah, you, you need to have the cheese. <clears throat> Although I'm trying to cut back on cheese. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Still delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, how you been? Um, Five thousand. I think everybody else in circumvented using the brunch talk. That's cool. No, I didn't, say how, I didn't say how. I didn't say how. Oh, okay, go ahead. I just was picking off of woods. Oh, sweet. Go no, ahead. no. Um, I gotta look at my notes because I always forget shit when I don't look at my notes. Uh, oh, this is what I wrote down. I was thinking about joining a gang this week. Like, I don't know if y'all niggas <laughs> have heard have heard that <laughs> sweet song. Uh, they let the GDs in the dough. Have y'all seen that? Anybody? Um, no. <laughs> But you know, I I really think like like joining the gang might be all right. It ain't like so. First of all, I told somebody this. They're like, ah, oh, nigga, you trying to get beat up? I like nigga to join a gang. They beat you up for like thirty seconds, maybe three minutes tops, nigga. I used to get my ass beat every night for a month. For like, when? <laughs> like, I can tell you when, but like. For hours on end, nigga. And then go jogging afterwards. Like, joining the gang seems pretty fucking sweet, nigga. So, I don't know. If y'all know what gang I should join. Uh, 
like the Bloods were the it group, but I see Crips are making a comeback, and then like this whole gangster <laughs> disciple shit, but like it's coming up. So I might do a poll. Being a disciple for Jesus. Uh, oh. yes. Man, That's a good gang too. Jesus, Jesus disciples. Yeah, man. Do they have a cool song? Uh oh, what's that? Hey. Oh. Hey, they done let the GDs in the door. Oh. GD. GDs. Come on. Tell me that they GDs. Oh, I think I'm about joy. I'm about joy, y'all. How it work when they play that in the club? Violence? Don't bob, don't your, don't bob your head too hard, nigga. Right. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. They don't even make like gang members the same way. Like I feel like if you know the dance, they'll probably just let you in. Like they don't fight niggas no more. Kind of like fraternities, but we that's some, something for another time. Can we talk about that real quick? So I saw a post. So, cause it bothered me and it was on my heart. So Meg the Stallion posted some shit, like disparaging against Kappas and and um went on Twitter talking about you know. Capitals is weak. I love. I like cues. It's cues for me. First of all, that's not what she said. <laughs> like at least I, I'm paraphrasing. She, right? She didn't say Capitals are weak. I like she the cues. She, she basically said I don't fuck with Capitals and, and I'm a cue groupie. But go ahead. What'd she say? I don't know. I thought you maybe had it queued up. I have it queued up. I can pull it up real quick. Then you don't have it queued up. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a passing right. thought. This nigga I said, mean, I got it queued up. I can look it up right quick. What, boy? <laughs> nah, she said, um, here it is. This is what she talking about, right? Here. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> why she don't fuck with cameras, because right. niggas be lying and shit. Oh, How about they got shit queued up? <laughs> Where is it? I got it queued up. <laughs> go keep, keep lying. Talk about here go, right here. I got it queued up. No, it's in my car. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here it is. is the one where she says she likes the cues. She no, said, for real this time. I really like cue dogs, but I, she said something before that about right. Kappa. She said them other niggas were Kappas, but who were the other niggas? I can't remember. Oh, oh. man. We're wasting precious podcast oh, right. gold seconds. Right. Oh, uh, fuck it. Oh. Uh, she, 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 she don't fuck with the noobs, though. There's That's nothing all. wrong with I me, mean, but there, there's people that fuck with the noobs and people that don't fuck with the noobs. And the more that the noobs go deeper, into the the creamy shoulder bag i mean the more you isolate like the moderates and shit you feel me like we always had our crowd but we were a little bit broader in scope you know what i'm saying but now i don't know man we 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 cater only to a very niche group now with the creamy shoulder situation man so you know yeah i can't tell what type of woman likes the creamy the shoulders rich with cream like i guess we could do a poll later because i don't really know who they're for no there are plenty of women that fuck with the creamy shoulders but there are women that you leave behind it's like that's just a that's just a bridge too far like some women don't like that i assume the women with like creamy shoulders don't be like like little hood um princesses like meg the stallion so yeah they not they not they, they the women that want their heterosexual boyfriend to act like they gay boyfriend for some reason i don't i don't i don't know why but wow and and that's what I'm saying. Like in the oh, here we get we gonna go kappa bashing on this. One. Oh. So real fast, because the young niggas think that like because the chicks cheer that they really like it. But yeah, like you said, if their gay best friend does a split in the middle of the club, it's the same. It's gonna cheer. get the same reaction. Yep. yep. 
Go best friend. Right. So like Yeah. Don't don't tell me to most, go best friend. Most women like to feel uh secure, protected, right? So if if they're laying up in a bed with a nigga and a nigga kicks in the front door, the the nigga who does the low cream ain't who she wanna be with. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Like yeah. I, I understand it, fuck. Yep. Low cream cuz No, cream. low cream, nigga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet and low, sweet and fucking low. Oh man, that's what that's what Chef likes in his spiked coffee. Right. I do actually, but that's what I mean. <laughs> do you shake What's the packet? Do you shake the packet before you put it in your fucking spiked uh-huh. coffee? Uh-huh. You have to shake the packet to make sure the the shit's loose, so it'll flow into the. Y'all niggas assholes. Nobody. No, I, I feel you have to shake the package. That's why you have to click the tongs before you use them. You absolutely have to click the tongs. <laughs> Look, they don't work. His face straight up. Look at hey, they, they don't work any other way, man. You got to click the tongs, man. It's not real sugar. It's, it packs up together. You have to make sure it's loose. But Okay. All right, man. Um, That's good, man. So uh, what, what, was going, what was going on with you? I feel like I fucked that shit up. 5,000? Nah, I think everybody had time. He was good. Yeah, everybody went. Everybody went. Everybody went. No, that's not true. That's not true. What's going on? Be five thousand. This nigga uh, boy, he's check-ins, boy. Chilling, man. He's fucking check-ins. Right. Uh, we were talking earlier. School is back, so it makes for uh, more traffic and action around town, but uh. That's it. Shit, summer has come and gone. Are you on the committee at the church, chef? That like is on the sick and shut in and calls everybody. Like on the when they don't come to church, like hey, brother, we just calling to check on you. I didn't want nothing. Call me back if you want to. Have a blessed day. Are you on that committee? I'm not. I don't go to church. Oh, okay. I go to I go to bed, but um, and brunch. I go to brunch. <laughs> I believe in brunch. Who's <laughs> uh, ahead of my life? But if I think about it. Um, if I was to go to church, I would. I think I would love to be a part of that because those people are very caring and they always looked out. So yeah, I'd probably be a part of that committee. Um, I'd probably be a part of the finance committee, to make sure niggas don't steal. Ministry. There we go. Ministry. If, we we're saying committees if, like the ministry. You're the right. Ministry. It's the yeah. ministry. What if people started saying the person name who gave them the best head, like giving an honor to insert name here, who was the head of my life? <laughs> <laughs> Hey boy, the head of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we about to set the podcast down. Cut it off. Oh, I mean, cut man. it off. You don't get no better than that. <laughs> That's great. My life, nigga. Uh, that was fucking honest to that person is funny as fuck. Nah, we did our own show, dog. That's we got to manifest that, cause, nigga. That's that's. <laughs> you changed my life with that. Like, but niggas, if niggas started doing that, they'd ruin their lives. God. <laughs> well, look, you got to do that to next family. No, 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 no. You're not about to put that on me. <laughs> I think you could pull it off. This nigga, thought, this nigga thought about it. All right, who can I get to do this? Who can I buck? Wood. I get wood to do that. No, sir. No, uh, sir. If you right. did it and you was like drunk as fuck, I think it'd, it'd give you a pass. Listen, we like, wouldn't have got that. We wouldn't have gotten that gold without the check in, though, so now I'm pro check in. That was worth it. 
Yeah, like, check-in's always sweet. Not so. always. It's, it's, mostly, <laughs> it's mostly sweet, I think, because niggas care about our lives. Um, and what we hear about is, what's going on with you, Chef? Hey, Chef, what's up with you? Man, thanks for asking. So, um, I, I got weighed in on the past, this past Saturday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get the a round of applause ready. Oh, what's up? Oh, that's the wrong button. All right. Absolutely. Heard custom. All right, and, go ahead. And I, um, clocked in at 250 pounds. Woo! So, Oh, that's unfortunate. What? What happened? I don't know what happened, man. I think it's phone. No, it's phone. Oh, it's phone. Oh, okay. So but, what? what's your goal weight by when? My goal weight is uh, 235. So hopefully I'm thinking realistically by November, really. Um, if I could get it done, you know, by October, that's cool, too. But I think realistically it's November. So keep man? on no way. Um but yeah, it was cool, man. I had brunch too. My sister was in town for my um, niece's birthday, so we all went to brunch and then they all went came we all went by my house um afterwards. And it was good because my niece who is she's two. So she she pretty much exposed that my house would kill a baby. So it, which was positive because she did all the shit she needed to do to die, um, but not die. So I might have to do a lot of baby proofing soon uh, to get prepared for this new child. Like, I didn't realize my shit was as dangerous. So, you know, that's, that's a new project that's coming up. So excited about that. That's what's going on with me. That's about it. Good for you, man. Yeah, man. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. I'm going to see the cardiologist and my Reggie doctor tomorrow. And hopefully they... Give me some good news. Hey, when we'll do we see. have to go start getting the, uh, the the colonoscopy? When do we got to do that? When is that supposed to be? I think we're supposed to start that now. No. I think 45. Yeah, they changed it. 45? They changed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I got time. But, I mean, if you dare, man, might as well get your... Nah, nah, it's not You already in there. You might as well get your ass checked. Nah, this ain't one of them. This ain't that. Uh, they go further up, don't they? Don't you got to go to sleep or something now? Don't they got to sleep? They give you the anesthesia now? I would I hope, hope so. so. hope so if they're going to be all up in my ass. I don't think they have to put you to sleep. I mean, when you get a colonic, they like, put you to sleep. I like no, I, y'all know I, I got my shit checked before. So you were asleep? I was wide the fuck away. You get hurt? The nigga told me to put my forearms... On the fucking little stretch bed and turn my knees toward towards each other. And they told was you the to bear down. <laughs> the dog. Oh man, one day on the podcast I'll say the whole thing. But yeah, the nigga, uh, I was violated. The nigga had the biggest fingers of all time. Like this nigga. Wait, it's not a machine. I thought it was like a camera. He put. Hold on, what are you getting? Dude, we talking about colonoscopies, not the. Oh, prostate. nigga, not the thinking prostates. My bad. Don't worry about me. I had. <laughs> I ain't had nothing that long in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, we sex positive over here, but um. Oh no, man! No, no, we're science positive over here. Not my fault. Yeah, I'm a, um. I guess I need to get my my prostate checked too. Um. We don't got to do that yet, neither. I don't think. 
I don't think it's time. Well, I was I was thinking prostate at forty five. I don't know what about the colon. Oh, so prostate's at forty five. Right. Oh, okay, that's positive. Because you got to do the one where they check for polyps, where they got the little camera and they can snatch the polyps, or they can go through and not snatch the polyps and just do the camera, but then they got to come back if there are polyps. That's checking for colon cancer. Right. That's the right. colonoscopy. Right. Yeah, right. So I don't know what age you got to do that at. I need to Google that then because now I'm nervous because niggas be having colon cancer like a month. Look, they're going to look in your butt, so just be prepared. I mean, I'm not scared of that type of shit. I just, I just don't want the finger. All right, we're back. Hey, hey you clapped Woo. for that. Oh, we had a little technical difficulty. Oh, what's up, man? Good shit. There you go, man. Better late than never, man. That's all that matters. But speaking of ass, apparently the the big news this week is um, like white folks don't be washing it. So yeah, we I've seen it a few places. Jake Gyllenhaal said he don't wash his ass every day. Uh, they had some stories. This is crazy. This is slow, slow news week, folks. But this is this is what's happening. Um, I know they said something about who else? Uh, Mila Kunis and what's her name? What's the dude she go with? Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher said they don't believe in washing their ass every day. They don't believe their kids should wash their ass every day. Coco um, T. Who is that? I see his wife. Coco don't Coco T don't wash nah, her ass every day. Say, nope. <laughs> she says she take a shower whenever she feels necessary, which is not every day. That's that's a slippery slope. When it feels necessary. All right. Okay. Cool. So what's y'all stance on ass washing? What? I feel like what? like I feel like in the pandemic, I I've I've been less um. I haven't been as assertive as I need to be with my ass washing, so I've gotten to the habit of, of taking a shower now every night before I go to bed. And um, just full disclosure, this has made my sleeps better. Um, it just made life better because I really wasn't quietly doing everything I needed to do to make sure I was washing my ass every day. You wasn't washing your ass properly? Not every day. I wasn't doing uh-huh. it every day because I wasn't necessarily going to see anybody. But since I go to the gym more often and I'm be sweating and shit, like, I got to go. I got to wash my ass every day now. But that makes so sense. you subscribe to not taking a shower every day? It wasn't about subscribing as much as it was about, like, I'm not going to. No, I'm, no, I'm asking you, do you subscribe to that? I subscribe to that. Okay. I, I subscribe to a daily shower just because um, if you don't take a shower every day and you sweat a lot, like you could grow fungus on your body, and you have little splotches on your skin. That ain't that ain't sweet. Uh, I don't I don't know about growing fungus, um, but I think it depends on the time of the year, right? So in the winter time, I don't necessarily shower every day, right? Because I mean mm-hmm. I'm I'm not as active, you know what I'm saying? I'm not as active, <laughs> and black people get dry. And it's like, I don't need, I don't necessarily need a shower. I, I, I might not even went anywhere. And, and I telework, even before COVID, I telework every fucking day. So the winter time or in a cool climate, okay, if you didn't do anything, maybe it's okay for you to not take a shower that day. As long as you took a shower, a good shower the day before that. Summertime, I feel like it's mandatory that you take a shower at least once a day. 
I mean, swamp ass is real. You know what I'm saying? And, and if, if it's above 80 degrees outside where you're at, you have swamp ass. It doesn't need to be a big swamp. It could be a small swamp, but swamp ass is there. And there's no way that you can hop your swampy ass in the bed, in, in the bed at night and be okay with that. Because at that point, your bed is now a swamp. And even when you do take a shower, every time you get in out of the shower and into the swampy bed, there's swamp ass on you until you wash the linens. Like, that's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why... I don't know. Why, why people are wild. I'm sure they read an article about people back in the 1700s or the 1800s or something like that, and they got some crazy reasoning. But in August, in the United States of America, there's no... Unless you live in fucking Maine, there's no reason for you not to wash your ass. And even man get kind of high a little bit. But the thing is, also, you make a good point. They, they, maybe they are calling back to the a simpler time. But motherfuckers was also dying of scurvy and shit. Right. Yeah, the, the more like, yeah, the Moors or the Africans, uh, like, were teaching like the Europeans on how to uh, cleanse themselves, man. So I think that's just right. kind of one of those things. It's kind of like. Shit, that's just been passed down uh, in some cultures. Just like if you, like when they ask, like a lot of white people, and I've seen a lot of clips, like they don't use washcloths. You know what I'm saying? Like they just do like soap commercials and just rub the shit on their body and their hands and just go up and down, just massaging uh, soap on top of dirt. So um, you've got a you've got a, a chapter brother that does that, or that did that, and we had a conversation with him. And we asked him, we said, well, how do you, how do you bathe? This is why did you use a bar of soap? We're like, you don't use a Luther, a, a Luther. You don't use a Luther. <laughs> you don't use a Luther or a rag? He was like, nah. I was like, well, how do you wash your ass? And he like had that look like, all I got is a bar of soap, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, so was he rubbing this? So do you rub, do you put the soap on your hands and run it through your, the crack of your ass, or do you take the, the actual bar of soap and run it like an ATM machine? I think, yeah, I think you got to swipe it. Or do you put it. the finger? I think you got to swipe it. Please oh, say it's man. not the finger. Oh, the finger? How would the oh, finger work? Man. Like, you just soap up the finger and just swipe the finger. Something's getting swiped. <laughs> or you, or you gonna have some sticky blood? No, no, I'm just saying. I never thought of the figure though. I was uh, at least a whole hand would go up in there. Uh, but no, nah, man, shower, shower every day, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you, you know, I just come from an old school family where you, you know, your mama make you bathe every day, and your grandmama would scrub you with fucking dial soap till your sick skin came off. So that's just kind of uh, how. I, how I was raised, so that's just how I roll. Uh, nighttime and morning, like, JJ. Huh? Nighttime or morning bather? Uh, just depends. No, okay. Sometimes I would prefer to take a shower at night, but sometimes I'll fall asleep. But if I'm doing like, uh, if I'm going to the gym every night, then it's an every night routine thing. Um, plus, like, I mean, when I was married, like, you might want to get some, some fucking going on. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you just can't put, like, all day nuts on a motherfucker's forehead. Like, it's just <laughs> just one of those cur- courtesy things, man. And I know some 
some of my homeboys, you know, who, who's that? Uh, Jimmy Wallets, uh, like a little <laughs> stank, like a little stank on his paint. I think you say a, a tinge is how he refers to it. But you know, I, I want your coochie to be clean, so I'm, you know, I'm gonna clean my shit too. So, so was nuts if, was nuts on the forehead? Was that is that was that in your blood book? Uh, the tea bag, yeah. Oh, okay. Now niggas just nah, nah, man, I never <laughs> woke, woke a motherfucker up with my with my nuts on their forehead. <laughs> but sounds fun, you know. <laughs> I, I, just, I am, I, I am, I am single now, so you know who knows, who knows, who knows. <laughs> I walk, if I'm feeling frisky, one, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so it, there's a lady, I think regardless lady of whatever you do, though, whatever you do, whatever you do. Don't fucking wait until you see visible dirt. Like, if you ain't no visible dirt, you definitely don't wait it, like, way too long. Especially if you're, uh, melanated. Yeah. Like. Well, your ass will let you know when it's time. Because <laughs> you're going to smell like doo-doo a little bit. Well, you're going to get, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get a little itch or something. Like, your ass is going to say, hey, hey it's going to let you know. Yeah, man. Ass talking to you. Ass <laughs> talking to you now, boy. Hey, hey, were any of y'all or any of y'all kids uh, seat sniffers? Ooh, no, no. I hope my no. kids would never be a seat sniffer. Oh man, that's like the lowest. Who of the does lowest. that? A lot of kids oh, do. That's a thing. It's just it's, right. It's just a thing. It's not like they're perverted. It's just something that kids do. Yes, that's kids is wild. Man, I hope that never is a thing in my. Immediate community. Okay. Ugh. What? All right. People in your community eat ass. I mean, it's. <laughs> no, that's, I, think that, I think that's fine. I think that's well, all well and good. But just jit smelling. Just, is it like to to call niggas out for being trifling? Like, no, oh, you'll see something. I think it's like a. I think it's a, a curiosity thing. I don't know. We probably could Google it, but it's too late now. We talked about brunch too long. <laughs> Instinctually, I think humans like funk. Is that a pun? I think socially, right. they don't. But instinctually, I think humans like. A Is that funk. another pun? Are you punning? Right. No, you no we covered that though. We, I think humans do like a little stinkness. Like, like they do like must musky niggas, musty musky. We never came to a consensus on yeah. that. Women do like musky niggas. I did share the story of my my friend Mister. Ooh, it was musky. <laughs> <laughs> Caught a nigga by that. And they used to wear a trench coat in the middle of summertime in Florida. They said, my friend. Hey, my boy. Good friend. My friends like shit. Like right. the, gen- the, Hold down. the gentleman from Florida has the floor. Right. All right, cool, man. But um, let's move forward then. So uh, recently, um, The Root posted an article um about the black who's the most famous black person you could think of or even if they're black famous so black famous meaning like you know motherfuckers that that white folks have no idea about but are a big deal in black households like for example that it gave kirk franklin who is you know obviously a star in the gospel community but you know white people don't go to church and clifton powell like clifton powell like pinky from uh friday yeah Hugely famous. Nigga, um, goddamn, what was his name in fucking um, Dead Presidents? Cuddy, the best yeah. Dirty Mac ever. Yeah, yeah. Dirty Mac, um, Mount Olympus. Remember so, when he was going to beat, beat Rock ass on Rock Show? Oh, shit, yeah. he was going to beat Rock. Rock was fucked up, dog. 
Nah, I think Rock was gonna get that nigga to business. Rock was pissed off. He's a DC native, I believe. Pretty sure DC. But you know we've done this episode before, right? Which is good. I mean, go back and check the earlier episodes, but it was a relevant topic, so I don't know how it can't be Leon. Mm. You ask any white person on the planet, they're not gonna know who the fuck Leon is. <laughs> but every black person knows Leon just by the name Leon. You think white people know who Teddy Riley is? I think some white people will know who Teddy Riley is. I think some of them have seen like if if they listen to hip hop or listen like nineties R and B, which a lot of white people do, I think they'll know Teddy Riley. Definitely over Leon. Yeah, how, I, how black famous is Leon though? Every black person knows who Leon. Leon is, is definitely black famous. Leon was in the Five Heartbeats. Leon. No, was no, no. In I know. I'm saying, but how how black famous though? I'm I'm saying, can we think of somebody? Leon black is famous like Cary Grant of black famous. Like women swoon over Leon. And, and I give and I give him the black famous because he's exclusively black famous. Like I yeah. I mean, is there another role, role or lane outside of black fame that he's done? Like, has he even crossed over into anything where he may have had some exposure to non-black people? Yeah, I can't think of anyone. I um. Oh man, it was, I think he's up there. Was Pops black famous? Or was Pop, he famous? No. Regular famous. Regular. No. Pop was like Pops was like legit famous. Like he he wrote for he wrote for Richard Pryor back in the day and was like a huge huge com, com comic back in the seventies eighties before he even got on like Boomerang and all that shit. And he's been in a lot of Wayne and stuff too. And they're pretty they got pretty good big crossover crowd. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was crossover so and Richard Pryor so I think now Pops is famous for real. All right, well Leon it is. I have, um, I wanted to submit Michael Jai White. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good one. Just because, okay, he did spawn, but nobody remembers that shit. But outside of that, he did, like, he's done all the, he did the Tyler Perry shits. And he, he tore that shit up. He did, uh, he did um, Black Dynamite, the cartoon, and the movie. And both of them shits is like instant black nigga class. I love both of them shits. Um, <laughs> and that nigga did karate. Like niggas love karate. So yeah. I think Michael John White's on my my list of, of black famous niggas. Yeah, definitely. Your submissions. Who the motherfucker that did Candyman? <sighs> That nigga did some other yeah, shit too. He ain't, he ain't famous enough. Yeah, because he did some other shit and he was still just I was like, man, Candyman gotta get the fuck off the screen. What are some black famous women? Uh, fucking Nia Long, fuck ass. Uh, probably. Dog, chill out, dog, for real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fight, dog, for real, chill out, dog. Cheryl Underwood. <laughs> Shady black famous. Um, well, I know one person. I man, I don't even know her name. Was she in? Who's the chick that got we're getting her? Uh, that got that got her back blown out on the wood or whatever it was. On the wood? Was it the wood? The best man. 
Who's oh Neil Wall? No, not Lee. No, not going to jail, dog. Like, oh, you talking about? She was um, also the stripper on Players Club. Ebony on the Players Club, and then she died on um, the Best Man, but she's also getting her back on the Best Man, and she was also in Twa. What's her name? I don't know. I guess she I can't like, be that black famous. Nobody knows her name. No, nah, she she is black famous, like because she was in all, all Monica something, Monica Calhoun. That's her name. Yeah. You know what? I bet you if I just Google Tyler Perry movies and like people in them, those are the most black famous people because he ain't really paying nobody no good money. Uh, why did I get married to? Right. Who else? That is a good question. Like, what women are the black famous women? Like, the only that can't get out of sight of they shit. Who's that? Who's that light skinned woman that's always when Boris Kojo? I think they got married. His wife is that his wife? That's his wife. Nicole Parker or something? Maybe? Nicole Harry Parker. Yeah. What about her? I don't. She black famous. What about what about uh the Pam from Martin? Nah, Pam from Martin. She like she's like on the show with Cedric and Tanner on CBS. So now all white people see her every Monday, and me because I love that show. But but you're on to something. What about Gina? Gina Gina's black famous. Gina did not cross over like Pam did, because Martin was really just for niggas, yeah. as well as House Party and. I think I think, she? I think Gina no, should be Gina on. Gina was in the Little Shop of Horrors. Both so of them were. Pam. All right, but, well, then, so that's wrong. Uh-huh. That's one of the biggest fucking. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I can't, I can't argue that. But when, but that was little Tashina Arnold, right? No, no, not Tashina Arnold. That was little. She was a child. She was. They were both kids. Yeah, I don't. That's kind of. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Superhead. Yeah, yeah. Su- superhead. <laughs> man, shout out to Superhead, man. She, she. <laughs> She only nasty nigga famous. But speaking of nasty, um, Nas, because you know they call that nasty. Yeah, now. we got it. Okay, cool. So he, his album came out um, this past week. Uh, it was uh, King's Disease Two, and I gotta say, in my personal opinion, last week was such a great week for hip hop. Like that was a great way for, way for the week to end for me personally. Um, I listened to it. I know at this point as a 40-year-old black man that has very little tolerance for all the babies and little babies and, and little such-and-suches and, and fuck niggas, I, 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 I don't want to hear the, the young niggas rap no more. I got to hear niggas rap about shit that I care about, like like getting the gout and having brunch on Sunday with my friends and knowing that... uh. And, and mature shit, you know what I'm saying? Like so, like I, pelotons, nigga. Pelotons, man. All the all the grown ass nigga bars that Nas give me, man, that shit made me feel good. And the music just sounded good, so I was like, you know what? Thank you, Nas. I think this album, like, I think his this. I say is that I'm getting to the point. I say it's quite a bit, but I think his album and Tyler Creator's album are at the top of the list for me for this year. Um, in no particular order, but because I, I like both of them pretty solidly, but good, good job, Nas. Yeah, man. I mean, I agree. Uh, I actually might like King's Disease two better than K- 
King's Disease one. Um, I think I don't know if it's just because of so much hype around one, um, but two seems like a more relaxed uh, Nas. Like he's not trying to prove anything. I think he's just talking his shit. Uh, I like Hit Boy's uh, production. I think better on this one too. And same thing like Chef said. It's just like grown shit that like niggas our age want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's still relatable and he still gives you shit to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, nigga, I ain't been to Argentina, nigga. Shit, I don't even know any Argentinians. So fuck, I need to travel the world a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, it's real in- inspiring. Uh, sonically, that shit is is, is pleasing. Uh Lauren Hill's on there spinning her shit. Uh, the features are real good. Um, so, yeah, man. Kudos to uh, Nasir. Might be one of those times we get four, four uh, similar thoughts, man. I mean, much the same, especially what Chef was talking about. Agree with both of you. Um, same thing that was on King's Disease 1. Um, it kind of carried over into King's Disease 2. Like, you could literally take out a notepad and, like, take notes you know what I'm saying, about some of the stuff that he says, like, oh, well, let me go research that and figure out what that's about. I remember on King's Disease 1, when he was like, get you some cherries and some, what, some lemon water or some shit like that. You know, like, I was like, I, I, I don't do none of that shit. I don't know what that shit is supposed to do, but it sounds like it's supposed to make you healthy. And I'm trying to get skin like Nas. The nigga, no homo, the nigga's got beautiful fucking skin. So, I be trying to, like, take notes on what the fuck he be talking about. Great. Why you gotta say no homo, man, just to compliment a nigga's skin? Because like, I come from a toxic time where I have to say things like no homo and pause in order to tell another man he has beautiful skin. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the roadblock that I'm dealing with. Okay. Those are my he does have nice faults. skin, though. Oh, the nigga's skin is you, You're doing a lot yeah. less than you used to, too, man. You used to be real bad about it, man. But yeah. so. the I'm gonna give you your points for growth. Yeah, hashtag growth. I'll, I'll never, I'll never be politically correct and get to the end of the whole tepness, but I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. Yeah, man, but great album, man. I like, I like the Eminem feature. I know that was a point of contention throughout the week. I thought the Eminem uh, bars were were good. I enjoyed it. I thought he showed some, some, showed off his skill. You know what I'm saying? Technique. Other people thought it was jibber jabber. I thought that was interesting, but. Um, definitely good, man. The features, the features were good. I think uh, him and Hit Boy, they got a, um, they got a real good, um, they got a real good uh, report. Chemistry, oh. real good chemistry. Yeah, you know, that's good. Definitely better word. Good chemistry going on. So hopefully they kind of keep that together. Excited to see what King's Disease Three has in store when that comes out. It's a. They already said that's the thing. No, but I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to keep dropping King's Diseases until people don't want them anymore. I mean, and the thing about it is, obviously, there's a market for it because what else are people listening to? I mean, first off, I I don't I don't know, right? I'm I'm just guessing at this point in time. Do people listen to albums anymore? Like an entire album? Is that a thing? Uh, not I don't think so. Not the way that that streaming is done. Like, I think they focus on listens so it's like they, if they if they have a good single they'll, they'll focus just on that single okay right so Nas is giving us albums for the people who grew up listening to an entire album with tracks in a certain order and you expect it you know the music to flow through tell a story throughout the entire album 
So, I mean, he's giving a certain generation, the generation before us as well as our generation, what we want. And I think as long as we want it and we continue to listen to it, hell, I mean, we might be a King's Disease 4 or 5 by the time this is over. I'm fine with that, man, because this nigga was preaching. Like, I, I feel like even, like, to your point, the way they laid out the tracks, it got more intense as the album went on. Like, I think I started it pretty light. But once they got the moments, for me, I was like, oh, this nigga about to make me cry on every other song now. Like, yeah. I was like, nigga, first of all, even before moments, what was that? Uh... Look at the fucking uh, Story death row. No, death oh. death row east, nigga. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I got I got full all types of emotions, nigga, because I remember that time where the east versus west coast shit was like the biggest shit going, nigga. And like, I was team west coast, nigga. Like, I was like, nigga, fuck New York, nigga. I don't even want to ever go to New York, nigga. Fuck that shit. Um, and just how that shit was, and to hear that. Nas was really trying to piece that shit up and figure out a way, you know, to, to move forward. It was just like, damn, what if that would have happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Pac wouldn't have died? And what about if him and Nas pieced it up and, you know, they all ended up, you know, on the same page? You know, what could have happened? But, you know, what that's not think, what happened. What do you think would have been the biggest fallout from that? Good or bad? Of what? If Pac and Big never died, and there was no big fallout between East and West, um, Pac wouldn't be considered one of the top MCs. Ooh, uh, Ooh. I, I disagree. That's a take. Uh, That's but, a take. Because because I think Pac, Pac would have become an actor. He would be like Will Smith. Yeah. So no no no, he'll still be one of the best MCs. That's. He, because Ice Cube did that. You can still transition into other things. He might not be looked at the hardest nigga, the, the, the thuggiest nigga in the world. Because when he died, you know, he died on some gangster shit. But I think that as far as that, like, you still listen to Tupac to this day. Not because he died, because his songs were good. Uh, I think it would have been a lot harder for other rappers. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think that Jay-Z would be the Jay-Z he is now. Yep. If Biggie would have died, you know what I'm saying? That's what uh, yeah, that, that's what mine was gonna be. Jay Z as we know him would not be who he is. And right. I think the no, South I, I think the rise of the South would have come later. It may not right. have, it may not have started with well, who do we credit with the rise of the South into mainstream? Outcast still would have been outcast though. I think Outcast would have still been them. Outcast would have still been outcast. Um, I don't, I don't. They they always have been outcast. I don't know because the East West Coast war was definitely like a, a distraction. I don't know, man. Right. If like we didn't have that rap distraction, a lot of good right. rapping came out of that beef. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. But I mean, like outcast and outcast, I think they could have played with anybody on the East or the West. But I don't think we would have got the volume, right? So, like, with East and West, and you have, like, Dungeon Family, they're doing their thing in Atlanta or whatever, and you got the other smaller labels in, you know, Texas and, uh, you know, Tennessee and so on. Is there room for No Limits, right? Like, how does that look? Because No Limit played no, from, from, no, a, no. from a volume standpoint, No Limit no. kind of... 
no limit. limit was a disruptor. <laughs> no, 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 no limit wouldn't have been no limit because you think so? Master, no, Master P sounds like Tupac for the beginning of his career. True. So if Tupac is alive, uh, you're not, you're not, um, you you can't sound like Tupac and Tupac is alive. So shit, I never even thought about yeah, that. Did oh, they, didn't they come from no, Cali no, originally, kind of? Pastor Troy broke it all down. Yeah, I mean. So Master P was in Richmond, was in Richmond, California, which is the Bay. You know what I'm saying? And he said he got some of that flavor over there. But when he came back and he, he did bout it. But if you listen to Master P, like Ice Cream Man, he's he sounds like a lot of his shit is straight like uh, Tupac. Tupac shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, Master P ain't one to. Shy away from stealing another nigga. She had a whole song about who the who. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that nigga will jump on whatever's hot. So no, yeah, I think it it changes a lot. I don't think no limit becomes the no limit that we know now. That's crazy. But no limit only was here for a season though. That was a long ass season. What are you talking about? No limit. No no limit was at. at, at, at... At one point, the volume that No Limit was putting out was crushing every anything East Coast, West Coast, whatever. Like just by sheer volume, they were everything. Master P was from like ninety five. Well, let's say ninety five, ninety six to like maybe two thousand and two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. Maybe four. But he had a but a solid four years. That's a good run. Yeah. Like, no, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. It was, it was just, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a super long run. But I think what they did, what with the volume of how much it was they did, intense. It was, yeah. a, it, it but, seems longer because how intense the volume, that run. But from, that was amazing. But from a hip hop standpoint, four years is a is a significant. I mean, a, a, right. a, a rather long run. Usually, you only get what a year, year and a half, something like that. I don't know, man. Like I feel like a lot of these MCs have been. Like there's been more longevity as of late. Who? Like so, Drake has been going for twelve years now. That, that's Drake. Drake. Jay Z still going. Nas still going. I mean, those are like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but like, who's like gold all in my grill? Like that nigga. Like he had what forty five minutes? What's his name? Cadillac? No, not Cadillac. What's his name? Uh, uh, Trinidad. 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 Yeah, Trinidad James. You know, what I'm saying these type of niggas, they literally Drake. have thirty days. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's interesting. So, um, with with uh, what's y'all's? I don't want to do top ten. What's y'all's top five right now? Now we supposed to do right. a big board, and I asked y'all for y'all motherfucking top yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty, and y'all ain't got me this shit yet. So we're not about to piecemeal this shit, and you asked me for the top five on the fucking episode. Fair. Can I? You can right. I? T- <laughs> can I touch on Eminem and not say pause? Um, real fast. Yeah, go ahead. So, like what Wood was saying, man, a lot of niggas don't like Eminem for, like, the wrong reasons. And I'm not telling you why you shouldn't or should like a motherfucker, but, like, Eminem can fucking rap. Like, I don't understand how you can listen to that nigga and be like, the nigga can't rap. Like, you might not like his, his subject matter, but the nigga goes off. So all this like yeah. on in the Facebook group, which is trash, but I appreciate all about everybody who can <laughs> participate. 
motherfucker was like, Low, if Lil Wayne and Eminem are in your top 10, you're just a follower. Like, what? Right. Talk about uh, a run. Uh, that nigga Lil Wayne is still running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that and might then, be the hottest take we've ever heard in the group. Like, the hottest take ever. She almost got blocked. That's what she don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, name it, a, I mean, just from an ability standpoint, whether you like it or not, how many rappers do you know that have storytelling? Check. Technical ly- lyrical ability? Check. Can produce? Check. Has started their own label and spun off other artists? Check. Has the most sales ever from a hip-hop artist? Check. Is a seasoned battler? Check. Has one of the best <laughs> hip-hop movies that has ever been created? Check. Name another artist that checks all those checkboxes. Yeah, I really but, can't, really well, can't well, shit on well, him. I, I can shit on his producing. Um, but besides that. But okay, yeah. I mean, but this is also from a guy who's not a producer. That's like saying, yeah, I mean, Ocho Cinco was raw, but his punting really wasn't that good. I mean, he's not a fucking punter. You know what I'm saying? But name an artist, name an artist who checks all those checkboxes. I mean, a rapper that checks all those checkboxes. coaching tree, too. I mean, like his, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, I might not think he, he's not, he's not like my favorite artist, but I'm never, I would never deny his talent. Like, that's, I'm a little more pragmatic than that. So he he's I, I mean even in his verse like I think everyone who was on this Nas album if you're on the album you are one of the best in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like like if you were there you're supposed to be there. So like I thought he I thought he held his own on the verse. I think it was a, a he it was held good. his own. The nigga went off. Right. That's what I understand, man. He, like, like, he, he, he went dumb. It's a positive thing. I held his own means like nigga, you got ten points. Right. Like, he he didn't embarrass bounds. himself. That's what that means. Right. He didn't embarrass. He himself. did a good job. I mean, he I, did. A, that's what I'm saying. That's what it sounds like you're saying. He did better than a good job, but he's one of the best like l- lyricists. Like you might not like him as an MC, but like as a lyricist yeah, and putting works. words together and syllables and like just fucking structure of his raps, they get that nigga cold, man. So oh, I don't know. Arguing about Lauren Hill though, and I was like, I thought that was kind of ridiculous. So it's just like you know, I mean, Lauren Hill's one of the top MCs. When where? Uh oh. See, see, oh, see. I mean, but, I mean, but, I mean, but, but, but catalog matters. You know what I'm saying? Lauren Hill created, um, was did the score, and she did the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Those are top tier hip hop albums. Well, she, well, well, the score is a collabor- collaboration. You know, what I'm saying? it was a group. She was a part of. She was, she was a part of the group, and then yeah. she did the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're talking top ten. You know what I'm saying? Very crowded. Very rare. Air. No, no, I wouldn't say she's top ten. I'm saying she's one. She, but she's top twenty though. I I'll say one. I don't 20. know. I mean, I, I mean, she may have put out one of the top twenty, twenty-five best hip hop albums of all time, but that doesn't mean she's one of the top twenty-five hip hop artists. I, I don't think that. I will say her verse on King's Disease after not after coming out of, out of the shadows was excellent like i think she covered all her bases telling her story coming from the perspective of a woman who's been but a jokes for the past 10 years because she's always late to concerts or doesn't attend but she gave gave her rationale 
and where she stood, and she's like, now I'm going to go back to the shadows. Fuck y'all. And I was like, that's cool. You know, speak your truth. But she did in a way that was eloquent. Like, and, I love and, and, and it's okay like, to speak your truth, but the reality of the situation is, from a catalog standpoint, Lauren Hill doesn't have catalog. That That is one of her biggest negatives. She's, it, it is. She's, she's Lynn Bias. Oh... And, and, um, and I don't mean that super negatively. I mean, Lynn Bias was fucking wrong. I mean, Lauren Hill gets a lot of points for what could have been. My thing is, like, um, she says niggas talk about her being late for shows. She out here saving lives. Mm-hmm. That excuse ain't good for me unless you really, like, giving a nigga CPR. Like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I, I would need to know the nigga's name and, and know what like uh, hospital you stopped at a uh, nigga to do a blood transfusion uh, get 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 to the concert on time Lauren right yeah. anyway alright man well, that's what's up good 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 talk music talk we don't get to get into our music bag too much so that's what's up um, we will ha- do the um, full top 20 what to this point has been asking for that from us and that's just—it's a hard question, but we're gonna—we're gonna deliver it because we know we're music. We're gonna put math, man. We're gonna—we're we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna mix some math in. We have contributions from the from the from the citizens of Respect County too. It's not just gonna be us, man. So yeah, it's a good—it's it's gonna be a good conversation for sure. Um, but speaking of you know good conversation, uh, the other thing that we obviously like is smut. So we've been we've been talking about the group. Um, and again, the group is full of sociopaths, hoteps, um, narcissists, narcissists, hypocrites, all y'all. And we love y'all, man. Shout out to um, Respect Country, you know, for sure. You need to get a t-shirt, Respect Country t-shirt. That's a good idea. Respect County, Respect County, but yeah. Respect County. That's what I meant. You you said it. But yeah, we do need to get those t-shirts out. That'd be hard because I'd rock it. Um. But someone made a sent a post about it was a, a mother showing her son's Fifi and um he's like, you know, she was clowning him. Which is Fifi is a sex implement for, for young men or old men and everyone in between, um, where they could make love to themselves through this instrument. Uh it's made of Oh, different- you said instrument the first time. Got it. All right. Whoo. I didn't know what you said the first time, but I was going to let you finish your statement. Okay. Um, but they use it for um, sexual pleasure. Um, his mother took the... Took so, his, uh, so took again, I think you might have made it a little too... Uh, it's it's a fake vagina that you make out of different shit. So in jail, they make them out of... I was trying to make it sound nicer. Right, but people might not know what it is. So it's a fake vagina, right? Um, that you That you masturbate in. Uh, so go ahead. It can be uh, a sock filled with cotton, you know, whatever your penis likes to feel, or whatever you have handy. Um, I never no heard that intended. combination. So they, it's like a sock, and they glue the cotton in there. Or you just put a bunch of cotton balls in there, asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't hey, heard that. Whatever, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. Hey man, where where are the listeners who've been in prison and created their own Fifi? Call into the show. Let us know your thoughts, man. We can get you on the show, and you can tell us your recipes on how to make tacos and make fifis and shit. And not to be rude, we know some of you niggas been in prison just based on your demeanors. 
God bless y'all. Tell us how y'all make y'all fifis. We'll but yeah, so um, so we were talking about like um, so the mother exposed her son. We wanted to know like what's what's y'all's stance on porn management? Oh um, man, you didn't finish what happened because I interrupted you. So the mom came in the son's room. She shot a TikTok video, or whatever video, and the she found something. It it was it wasn't a a, a handmade. Fifi it was something that he bought online. Uh, it looked like a. It looked sweet. It looked like a great. It looked like a great. <laughs> it was um. It's like it was made out of like some sort of silicone material. Um, it had like an opening, like a mouth or a vagina slit, where um, it, it looked like it would feel good if you put your penis in it. Uh, he also had some uh type of lube. I think it was called like. Jack off juice or some shit. That yeah, I nigga really had a nice little setup. He had the setup of yeah. setups. Yeah. Um, so she's on whatever Instagram or whatever Facebook Live, uh, and she had like a sinister laugh the whole time. So then, uh, some questions were posed, and there you go, Chef. You can take it from there. So questions were posed, like I mean, but I think. From our point of view, my point of view, our point of view, I would I want to get into how do you manage at home your your porn intake and your smut intake. I don't own a Fifi. Um, I don't I don't think I'll, I don't I think it's going too far. But it's actually it's how actually, the fuck you just yeah. frown your face up in shame. Right. It's not shaming. I'm talking about like it's just too. It's not shaming. It's too it's far. Like, it's for, I'm talking about for me. This, I'm really just talking from my perspective. Yeah, like, you've jacked off at work. You're right. You jacked yeah, off. Yeah, but I don't. The, your car at work. It, what? You said you jacked off like at in your car at work. No, I was in the bathroom. But at any rate, even worse. <laughs> yeah, really. You jacked off on the premises that week when he was like, "I don't be wilding at work." I was like, oh, <laughs> and that was that was. That was like 12 years ago, G. Like, that was so long ago. Shout out to that company, though. Great people. Um, But Very I'm bad. saying, like, all I'm saying is, like, the shit goes, like, you have to, like, put it somewhere. It's, like, a thing. Like, you, where do you put it? Like, you have, like, a little suitcase for it or, like, you have, like, a, a packaging for it and you have to hide it somewhere? Like, I don't want to worry about all that. I'm I sure it comes with a case, but, yeah. Oh, it comes with a case? I'm well, sure it yeah. does. I mean, most toys well, come at least with a little I, velvet case or something. Well, we've had this discussion on this podcast before, nigga. Like we had, what's her name, Miss? Uh, what's the name from Bed Bedroom Candy? Oh yeah, yeah she was Miss, telling us uh, about all her influence, her Miss instruments. Sean, wasn't it? Miss, yeah, Miss Sean. Miss Sean, right? So she sent me a Fifi uh, to thank thank us for the show or whatever. Um, I, I did request it. But because she sent it, I said I, I had to use it so I could tell y'all about it. The people, not the niggas on the podcast. Uh, it came with a warming lubricant that you put in the the hole of the Fifi. Um, so as you masturbate with it, it warms up and it, you know, it, it's pretty fucking awesome. So after I used it, it was a little bit too amazing, so I put it, I washed it off or whatever. I cleaned it, 
put it back in a little box and then put that in another box and I pre-taped it up and I tried to hide it from myself because I do like the way regular vagina feels, but that shit felt yeah. pretty good and I didn't want to, you know, uh, now some women I hear it can get like desensitized or they, they become addicted to like the way the vibrator feels. I didn't want to get, uh, you know, I didn't want to fall in love yeah. with the Fifi dog. So I throw one uh, away. I throw it in the trash, like get the shit out the fucking house. Yeah, because um, it, it it feels good. So, uh, shout out to that young man for having the wherewithal, or an OG, an OG probably put him on, or maybe listen to the podcast because what he bought looked like it came straight from Amazon, a bedroom candy or something. That was a good show. Uh, yeah. So, the mom should be shamed because her son doing the right thing. He's way more advanced, and like he's not jacking off in t-shirts and socks and shit or you know so that you don't have to wash it and be crust everywhere and shit right. like that yeah, like that's right. embarrassing or your good towels and he's probably not having sex with like women and like and getting making babies like that's why would you cool think that too. though because he uses a fifi isn't that isn't masturbation a healthy part of sexual activity whether it's with a woman or not well, whether you're but it's also a healthier alternative than sex, so I'm, I'm I'm thinking in that that respect as well. Is it an alternative? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I think we need to have a sex therapist on the show. Like, we need to reach out to a sex therapist and let's talk through this masturbation yeah. thing because I think masturbation being an alternative to sex and maybe not a supplement or something like that m- might be the discussion. I don't know. I. I'm not a sex therapist, but I think it's important. But I think some people look at masturbation as it's an alternative. And why would you masturbate when you have this? Or why would you masturbate when this? And I don't think that's the right way to frame it. But I could be wrong. Like I said, or maybe a supplement. I mean, supplement may be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't know. And it might be different for men than it is for women. Like I said, we need to get a sex therapist on the show. Yeah, I think we know no one. Let's let's try to I feel reach like, out. I feel like we've had some on the show, but I'm not sure. But we know some. I think we just had some freaky um people on the show, but not necessarily sex therapists. I think Miss Sean was a sex therapist. Was she? Or was she yeah. selling like sexual I think both. I think she's a Oh she was she was both? Yeah. Yeah. Well we'll oh, try to get Miss Sean or if both. not, if somebody knows a sex therapist that would love to come on the show, we'd love to have them on the show and we can we can talk about some things. So, we yeah, haven't talked about idea, sex man. in a while. You know what I'm saying? We haven't had a pure smutty episode, so it's about that time. Yeah, let's let's dig into that, man. Pause. I didn't know if that was a pause. But speaking of digging into things, so I just wanted to talk about this before we um we closed. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh. And went to our with all due respects and whatnot. So uh, J. Joe's with all due respect did give me some pause, um, no pun intended, because I was concerned. Like, it sounded like, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, listen to last week's podcast, but he was talking about, you know, the the benefits, and let me know if I'm misstating, JJ, but it's not like you were sharing the benefits of, of a woman being with a divorced man. And it sounded like, you know, like you know, eat the butt and all that cool stuff. So it sounded like a, that's what you—that's the only thing you got wrong. That was eat the butt. Anyway, um, go ahead. Go ahead. And you tell them what outfits to wear and shit. It was, it was, like you, you sold, you sold, you sold, the, 
you sold the point of view of like you sold the benefits i think i think you did a good job in that but also it it made me wonder like man my brother needs a, a woman to hang out with like a nice young lady so you think it was like a desperate plea it's a cry for help. I didn't feel, <laughs> it, was it, it didn't feel desperate I wouldn't say it felt desperate because you don't strike me as a desperate nigga, but it, I would say it was like, you know, you know, I'm just putting it out there. Like you gotta listen to motherfuckers when they say something. Like just don't take everything for for granted. If you're saying something, you mean it. So with that said, I'm thinking we need to like add a do an add a new segment um, for for you um, to find you a nice young lady. Not necessarily for like like marriage or anything but maybe just like a nice date like we about to go into the fall um choosing season about to be over with it's about time to like you know hang and hang out with somebody and just have someone to be with during the winter months when it gets all cold and shit maybe a nice date when mardi gras comes back you know what i'm saying so i'm submitting to the group that we have a new segment that i'd like to call chasing jason where we have <laughs> Uh, young ladies, and we have them, we bring them to the show. We introduce them to you. You, um, you all can ask questions, and then maybe do, throughout that that week, a la like a love connection, you all maybe have a virtual date or a real date based on proximity, and then you share the results. Just you, because we don't need to hear the other ladies' point of view, especially if it went poorly. But we hear your point of view the next week and see how it goes. We have a motion on the floor. Do we have a second for the motion? So you didn't want to like run this Bobby before like I, this is not what now. I thought Chasing Jason was at all. What'd you think it was? A chicken wing spot? I thought it was like I already told you I thought it was like a Cajun seafood spot where they put the seafood in the bag with the spices. But it definitely was not <laughs> like a a pitch for the the J Joe dating show. You know what I'm saying? The dating game with J. Joe. The Bachelor with J. Joe. It's yeah. The Bachelor with J. Joe. Hey man, this, this is funny, man. Well, uh, this is awkward. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to go into my like my. I'm not a matchmaker by trade, but I have had I have brought people together. Um, how do, how do you know I'm? St- I mean, how do you know I'm not broken and I'm still working on myself? How do you know I'm ready to share pieces of me? I really appreciate you thinking about me, though. That's been, that's real sweet. That's it's not necessarily about like being married. It's just about you know. There's only one. I'm, get married. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm just saying. It's about talking. kicking with somebody. It's like you meet a nice lady. You know what I'm saying? What if, what? Kind of, what if y'all have a head about life? But J Joe is also <laughs> J Joe's also pretty pretty secret squirrel too. So how do you know he don't already have like a chick that he's talking to? Like. I don't know, man. This is like, hey, man, this is a really awkward conversation. So you should have brought this up in pre-prod. You're a horrible human being. Anyway. No, no. Jake just said, don't say nothing because it might be fun. It's not fun to him. But... <laughs> why? So, so JJ, why did you why did you endorse Chef like I did. the mystery I did. and let him go rogue again? I... This is what uh, happens when Chef goes rogue. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know what? <laughs> Well, I think about it, I, I might have made a bad decision, but hey, man. I immediately regret I do, this decision. I do, I, do it for the, I do it for the entertainment, man, so fuck it. You know what I mean? Hopefully somebody got a kick out of it. Well, fuck uh, it. Let's, let's take it to the people, man. Jason. Jason. 
Hey man, don't um, take don't take it to the poll, man. Cause the, pe- the people don't give a fuck about you. I lost the last poll, cause the people don't give a fuck about you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. The people are definitely pro chasing Jason. It's a setup. That, that fucking poll is like a jury of your peers in an all white county. Like, don't do it, dog. Hey man, but you ain't gotta take that swear for it. You rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. Um, with all due respect, just quickly, go get vaccinated. Uh, found out this week pregnant women can get vaccinated, so oh, I've got her first shot. Um, and she's pregnant with a, a baby in her. So, what excuse do y'all niggas have? With all due respect. Hmm. With all due respect, uh, I see a lot of you niggas really have issues with trans people. Um, I see it on Instagram sometimes because I follow some hotep niggas. Um, and I've started seeing it a lot in the Facebook group. And I just don't understand why niggas have such beef with uh, trans people. Uh, first off, um, black trans people are black first uh, and if we're with this whole Black Lives Matter and we're supposed to be looking out for our brothers and sisters out there and you know we're supposed to have each other's back black trans people are black people so you're supposed to have their back um, but it's a lot of niggas who just have this issue with them and I don't understand why. Like, it's the same thing with me and, like, with uh, homosexuals. Like, I don't have a problem with a gay man just because he's gay. I, I'm not fucking him. He ain't trying to fuck me. It's cool. Like, what the people do in their bedroom is on them. Niggas are acting like they're going to the club and, like, they hollering at chicks at the bar. And then they they going home with a chick and then they find out that the chick is... Like, that shit's not happening to you. You know what I'm saying? And it's probably not happening to anybody that you know so why do you have such vitriol for these trans people um so if if you're having such an issue that you have to comment on it every time you see it and you think that they're the worst people in the world and you need to probably start looking in the mirror and ask yourself why um shit's stupid uh shit's dumb uh trans lives matter Especially, not especially, but black trans lives matter, man. People are people, man. Right is right and wrong is wrong, man. Do unto others that you would want them to do unto you or do unto your family member because that trans man and that trans woman is somebody's child, somebody's brother, somebody's sister. So just because you don't understand their lifestyle doesn't mean that you have to uh, hate on it or wish ill will upon them just because you don't understand it. It's the equivalent of just racism. Like it's just 
ignorance. Like if you don't know about it, maybe you should learn about it, uh, and maybe you'll feel more comfortable about it. Uh, with all due respect. With all due respect, um, I do these probably every two months or whatever, but mainly not talking about myself and what I think, but about the podcast. Um, we posted some pictures of some of the you know the residents of Respect County in their t-shirts. Y'all looking good, man. Um, we're going to have more merch that's going to be put out there. We'll do some new designs. I know some of y'all wanted some, what was it? Uh, niggas need Where did ho- the nut go? Where did the nut oh. girl? Where did the nut go? Uh, niggas need hobbies. Um, stuff like that, man. So we're going to do some designs, put some designs together to get some merch out there. Um, also, thanks as always to our monthly subscribers. You can be a monthly subscriber. Uh, if you go to anchor.fm, whack, with all due respect, with a K, that will take you to our main podcast site. You click on, I think it's money, I think is what they call it. And you can become a monthly supporter of the podcast, or you can just become a one-time uh, supporter of the podcast. You know, whatever whatever you want to do. Every little bit goes to support the podcast, um, you know, for whenever we want to throw this pizza party or whatever it is. Um, but also, if you don't want to support monetarily, you can also just share the podcast with somebody. You know, the growth of the podcast only increases our footprint. I share the podcast all the time with people, of course, because I'm on the podcast, but... Mm-hmm. It's always received positively. I mean, I think I told my neighbor about it, and they didn't go to FAM or an HBCU or nothing. They went to, like, George Mason or Virginia, and they love it. They became fans of it, man. So a lot of times, it's just word of mouth, just sharing it with somebody. And if you get value out of this, I mean, somebody else would get value out of it. So we do this for free, right? There are no paywalls where... Uh, if you give us $20, there's exclusive content behind that. I mean, everybody who subscribes to this podcast or listens to this listens to this podcast gets all the content for free. Like, there's no payment required, right? So because we do that, we do spend a lot of time on the podcast. We really appreciate your donations, your support, whether that's monetarily, whether that's verbally, whether that's just sharing it on Facebook, because you are residents of Respect County. You know what I'm saying? You are who we do this for. You are the listeners, the fans, so on and so forth. So in order for us to continue to provide free content, continue to provide the same content, you know, in another one, five, ten years, uh, we really appreciate your support. We already have your support. We love everybody that currently supports us, but we want to double it. We want to triple it. We want to quadruple it. You know what I'm saying? I'd love, we'd love to be on you know, some syndicated podcast or something one day, and you could say, damn, them motherfuckers went to school with me, or I know them motherfuckers, right? That's our goal. That's where we want to be, and of course, we need your help to get there, with all due respect. With all due respect, um, to piggyback on what Chef said, definitely, uh, if you're able to get your vaccines, please wear your mask, be safe, um, so on and so forth like COVID is still very much alive and thriving out here and um, unfortunately we just gotta do better collectively than what we've been doing but that aside um, a lot of people myself included have had different perspectives as the um, pandemic has worn on and for most people that I've observed, they come back like a little bit more humble. Um, they, some people are kind of more reserved because they're maybe not having a normal interaction that they would have like at work or whatever. But then it's like other people that it's like 
take stuff for more granted now and how you can do that in this climate is really beyond me like people really just like be saying wow crazy stuff (laughs) and that's like kind of nuts but you know that's your business if you choose to do that but i i just think at a time like this when everybody's struggling everybody has something going on it would just be wise to extend a little bit more courtesy and grace to people if you can like it doesn't hurt to do that and you know because literally literally these days it's here today gone tomorrow so just be mindful of that and you know try to to show people some grace because you never know like the way things are changing so rapidly these days with all the respect.